How many of you like high life? This is not high life music. This is the highest life music. The Zoe life. Our own is highest life music. Say highest life music. Eternal life is the highest life. Hallelujah. Man, are we ready? Are we ready?
time. One more time. What we waited for. Hallelujah. God bless everyone here. I welcome all of you. God bless 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 God bless you. God God bless you. God In it, begin to thank God, thank God, thank God. Lift up your voice. Of God that have appeared to all men, let your faith speak to me. 
and our life will change. That darkness will flee, and light will take over. Darkness will flee, and light will take over in my life. Darkness will flee, and light will take over in my life. That whatever people have been able to do in my family, Lord, use me as a person to set and to break and set the record with the name of Jesus. I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about today. I'm titled the requirement of failure. Hallelujah. And I will thank you for this morning. Bless the world. Let us get people to the world. Let it cause change. Let it cause them to walk in power. Let them walk in the name of Hello, can you hear me now? Hello? 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 Okay, we thank God for this blessed morning. So, I'm talking about something I've titled The Requirement of Prayer. And I'm going to take opportunity and take us to the Bible. Listen, we have been reading 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. But it's like, we don't understand that scripture. And by the privilege and by the grace of God, today I'm going to explain that scripture to you. I'm going to expose you to 2 Chronicles chapter 7, the verse 14. Hallelujah. The Bible said in the book of what we are what we are doing is first Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1 to 9. Jabez, bring me that scripture. That's the that is the main scripture. That is the main scripture. That is the main scripture for the program. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. So let's go through that one. Then I will now come and expose you. Something he said, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear I bear him with sorrow. That is the case of a lot of us. And Jabez called on God, on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that would bless me indeed and enlarge my cause, and that thy hand might be with me, that thou wouldest keep me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that, that it may not grieve me, and grant him, and God granted him that which he requested. Listen, God granted him that which he requested. That means there was a request and there was a grant. There was a request and there was a, a grant. There was a request and there was a grant. How did he convince God to grant his permission or to grant his request? Listen, every day we have been praying. And today I'm going to take the opportunity and take you to the Bible because there must be one who must pray and there must be God who will answer your prayer. Listen to me. Let's enter the scriptures. Second Corinthians. That is where I'm going to explain. Today I'm going to dwell much on Second Corinthians. Second Chronicles. Sorry. Second Chronicles. Today that is where I'm going to dwell. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. This prayer is a prayer most believers will pray every day. But listen to me, when you pray without understanding, you will not get results. The Bible said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, number one, and pray, number two, number three, and seek my face, that's number four. Number five, and turn from their wicked ways. Some of us, we pray, but we don't seek God. Some of us, we pray, we seek God, but we are not humble. So God arranged it in order. God arranged it in order. That my, my children, you know, you want to get results. 
You want to get a turnaround. You want to get a shift. You want to get a touch. You want to get something good in your life. This is the, the criteria. This is the routine. This is the direction. This is what you're supposed to do to get to where you want to get to. So, 2 Corinthians chapter, Corinthians chapter 7, verse 40 says, If my people, if my people, are you the people of God? And how would you become a people of God? That is why this morning I came in the volumes of the scripture to teach somebody that you cannot be called by the name of God unless you believe in Him. If you don't believe in Jesus, His name cannot be conferred on you. Till you also carry the name of Jesus, you can't do that which Jesus wants you to do. Hallelujah. There is something that God wants you to do. So the first requirement for prayer the first requirement for somebody to pray for God to listen is to be born again. Because if you want your request to be granted, you have to be born again. Listen, you have to warn again. So, if you read the book of Acts, chapter 10, I'm doing this Bible study soon, then we will pray. Um, if you read the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 1 to 5, Acts 10, 1 to 5, the Bible said something that there was a man called Colonius. The man prayed and the man gave arms, and his prayers went up to heaven. Colonial's prayer went to heaven, but God could not do what Colonial wanted him to do for him because Colonial was not born again. Colonial had to send people to go to um, Joppa to go and bring to go and bring Peter so that Peter would lead him to Christ. There was a certain man man in Caesarea called Colenius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God, that one that feared God with all his household, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. Listen, he was in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Colonius, when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, The prayers, thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call to one Simeon, whose name was Peter. Listen, Peter came and led Colonius to Christ. Colonius prayed, Colonius gave up, but his prayer was not heard because Colonius was not a born again Christian. That is the first requirement. The first requirement is that you must carry the name of God. The name of Jesus must become your surname. Every Christian is called, if you are called Moro, you are called Moro Jesus. I am called Daniel Jesus. You are called Nanatima Jesus. We are all bearing the same name of Jesus Christ because we are of him and we are his children. We are either his sons or we are either his daughters because we bear the name of Jesus. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 1, the verse 12, John chapter 1, the verse 12, John chapter 1, verse 12, the Bible said, 
as many as believe in him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, those who believe on his name. So you believing in the name of Christ gives you or qualifies you to become the bona fide property of God. Qualifies to become the bona fide property of Jesus. You belong to Jesus. You don't belong to anybody. So you bear the same name of Christ. That is why I am telling somebody this morning that before you can call, you can call on the name of God. He said, if my people who are called by my name, if you are not called by the name of God, you cannot call him. If the name of God is not ascribed, it's not ascribed to your name. If the name of Christ is not part of your name, listen to me, you cannot enjoy the blessings of the name in the name Jesus. Listen to me, there is a blessing, there is a blessing oppressing Jabez. Jabez begin to pray, but Jabez did not tell us the requirements of prayer so before we we begin to pray or before we can get the authority before we can get the right before we can get the mandate to pray like uh, Jabez prayed we must understand and the Bible said in the book of Chronicles that God said if my people who are called by my name so the first requirement for prayer is when the name of God is attached to your name. That is why Jesus said in the book of John that if you come to the Father, come in my name, in my name, in my name. If you ask anything in my name, he did not say if you ask something by a different name. If you ask anything in my name, John 14, 14, he said if you ask anything in my name, I the Lord, I will do it. If you ask anything in my name, so right now, right now, right now, Right now, there are certain things God don't give you because of you. He gives it to you because you came with the name Jesus. Okay, let's go to the Bible. Listen to me. For example, Misty, God bless you, man. Listen, I want to use for example. For example, Misty here is having boys in his children. Misty's children. And Misty's children is never known by Nanatima. Do you get me? Misty's children are never known by Nanatima. Are never known by Nanatima. So Misty will send his child, one of his sons, to Nanatima that go and bring me something from Nanatima. If you go, Tell Misty and uh, Nanatima that Misty, I am the one who sent you. Nanatima is going to give the chain to the child, not because Nanatima knows the child, but because of the name Misty. That is why Nanatima gave it to him. So here is the case that. God is going to give us certain things, not because of our qualification, not because of our educational background, not because of status, but because of the name we are coming with. So Jesus knew this principle. That is why when Jesus came on earth, he did not say that when we come to God, we should come with a name. He said, if you ask for anything in my name, I, the Lord, I will do it. So the first requirement for prayer is to be born again and bear the name of Jesus Christ as your same name. And bear the name of Jesus as your same name. And bear the name of Jesus as your same name. So if you are here this morning and you want us to pray with you for a breakthrough and for a turnaround, I want you to carry the name Jesus. I want you to take the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior before we proceed to to do any other thing give your life to this to, to jesus this morning give your life to jesus right now give your life to jesus right now give your life to jesus right now if you give your life to him you are able to bear his name he gives you the opportunity he gives you the privilege he gives you the right the bible says some the other version as many as believe on him to them gave you the right to go so he will give you the right to bear his name i pray for somebody today let all your 
your children, let your children's children, let your mother, let your father, let everybody in your family become a Christian and come to the knowledge of Christ. I prophesy over somebody's life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will never lose the identity of Jesus in your life. You will bear the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy. Receive it right now in Jesus' precious name. Somebody give a clap offering to Jesus. Bon Give a clap offering to Jesus. Bon So let's move to the next point so that we can get time and pray. The next point is, is that if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. You're welcome, woman of God. Number two, the requirement for prayer is that when a believer humbles him or herself. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. So humility gives answers to prayer. Number one, we are going in the name of God. Number two, we are going in humility. Humility is different from pride. A humble man will ask for mercy. A a man who is proud will never ask for mercy. Somebody will tell you, what have I done that every day God have mercy on me? But there is an example in the Bible that the Bible said in the book of Luke chapter 18. So the requirement of prayer, I'm explaining to you, I'm explaining 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 to you. Am I talking to somebody? I'm explaining 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 to you. Yes, so follow me very well. So he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. So number two, humility. The Bible said in the book of Luke chapter 18, the Bible said two men went to the house and prayed to pray. One was a Pharisee and one was a, a, a task collector. A task collector. And the Bible said, when they entered the, 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 the house to pray, When they entered the house to pray, the task collector came there and began to pray. So if you read from verse 10, two men went up into the temple to pray. One, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed that's with himself. He came by himself. Okay, verse 10. Luke 18.10 downwards. He came by himself. Full of pride. Full of pride. My spiritual father is this. Full of pride. He said, I thank thee. Wow. He was thanking God. Yes, God said it is a prayer of pride. He said, I thank thee that I am not as others are. So those of you who have been praying that prayer, stop. If you are going to pray, pray and stop reading people as reference. Don't pray because your life is better than somebody. Don't pray because you, they increase your salary. Some of you pray because of status. Some of you, mama nyami criteria. If your visa don't come, you will support God. If your child doesn't give birth, you won't even go to church again. This man said, I am not as other men are, extortionists, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. So he got a perfect example and showed it to God. And said, God, I'm not even like this publican. I fast twice in the week, like we are fasting. I give tithes of all that of all that I possess. 
and the publican standing afar off would not lift up much, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, Be God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Be merciful to me, a sinner. That man was increasingly, continuously asking that God be merciful unto me. God, look down on me and have mercy upon thy servant. Look on me. Lord, show me mercy. Lord, I am not better than my friends. Lord, I am not better than anybody. That is why I'm asking you, God, show me mercy. God, show me mercy. God, show me mercy. Have mercy upon me, a sinner. He did not go and, and tell God, look at, I am the one who bought the drum for the church. I am the one who did this. You can pray with those prayers, but sometimes you need to be humble. If you go to the verse 14, he said, I, will, I tell you, this man went down to his whole house, justified rather than the other. For every man that Everyone that exalts himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. So God said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. So before you can pray the prayer of Jabez and get results, number one, you must carry the name of God. Number two, you must be humble. Humility is something that has left the church. Some of you here right now, somebody came, me, I came for prophecy, and the man is preaching, preaching. Leave, stop, stop talking. Listen, you are not humble. If you only want to get what you want and don't want to listen to what others have for you, you are not humble. A humble person don't get his way over people. A humble person always brings himself down so God can be glorified in his life. Somebody is here. He has given God preference. God, till I marry, I will never sow a seed. God, till I marry, I will even stop church. One many time. God in 2023, by December, if I'm not certain that I'm going to marry a man, God, I leave your church. Well, set time. You are not humble. You are coming to God because of what you think God can do. And God doesn't want to work with people like that. You must allow God to operate and to work with you. You must humble yourself in prayer. So the man, they went as two people. One was justified. The other was not justified because of pride. Pride is a killer. Pride is a destroyer. Pride is a killer. Pride is a destroyer. Pride is a killer. Pride is a destroyer. Anybody who don't pray is proud. Anybody who don't pray is proud. And anybody who comes to Port Bain, or you go to your church and you are praying and you are angry, you are proud. You are telling the church that they can do without God. 
and you you don't need god because anybody who prays want to get closer to god the only way we can get closer to god is drawing near to him by prayer that is the only way that is the only way that is the only way the only way is through prayer so prayer number one you must bear the name of god number two you must be humble bring me psalm chapter 51 verse 17 psalm chapter 51 verse 17 Psalm chapter 51, verse 17. The sacrifice of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, this, oh God, you will not despise. God will never reject somebody who have a broken heart, who have a humbled heart, who have a heart full of humility. God will never reject that person. Somebody who will do mistake and recognize that he has sinned against his God. Somebody who will be full of humility, a broken and a contrite heart, God will not despise. A person. So when you dis- when 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 you destroy your pride, God loves you. The amplifier says, "My sacrifice, the sacrifice acceptable to God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, broken down with sorrow, broken down for sorrow with sorrow for sin, and humbly and totally penitent. Such, oh God, you will not despise." You, your heart tells you, God, forgive me of what I've done. I'm, I've messed up big time. Oh, God, humble. You are humble. You even fornicated. The pastor caught you. You want to tell the pastor, it's rubbish. Though, God, the, the pastor is not the one to judge you. But you have to be humble. A wife talking to the husband. You always want to prove that you are right. You need to be humble. Because God will always give grace. And anytime you are praying, grace is being given. Am I talking to somebody? Anytime you are praying, Grace is given. A broken and a contract. God will not despise. There is something God will not never, God will never despise. Or God will never do away with it. Humility. Humility. My last scripture, then we move to the next one. First Peter. No, let's go. James chapter 4, verse 6. We can't read all the scriptures. James 4, 6. 
and I'm going to give you the difference between pray and seek the face. There is a way you can pray without seeking the face of God. But you can't seek the face of God without prayer. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resist the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. And give it grace unto the God resist the proud. But we give grace to the humble. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give a clap of unto Jesus. God resists the proud. And he gives grace to the humble. How? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Come boldly to the throne of grace. God's throne is grace. So when you pray and grace is not there, your prayer will not get back. In. Your prayer will not get back. In. Hallelujah. Somebody, let's move to the next point. The next point is pray. If my, hum, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. There is a difference between prayer Praying and seeking the face of God. But you can't seek the face of of God without prayer. Hallelujah. You can sit in a place in Ghana, but it does not mean you are traveling outside Ghana. But you can't go to an outside nation without a ship or an aeroplane. Bagana right now. I don't know if they use ship to go to abroad. Apart from those who, those who do import and export. But everybody in Ghana here uses airplane. To go. So you can be using airplane in Ghana. But you have never went, gone outside. Some of us, we pray but we have never seen face the face of God. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17. The Bible said, man, pray without ceasing. To me, you are praying every time. If you wake up in the morning, you are praying, you are going to sleep, you are praying in the evening, you are praying, you are praying at all times. The Bible said, pray without ceasing. And when it came to the turn of um, 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 when it came to the turn of um, uh, uh, Jesus, Jesus said said a parable in the book of Luke chapter eight in the verse one. He said, "Man ought always to pray without fainting. Man ought always. That means the one listening to me right now, I fear you are always required to pray. 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 Lindelin, you are required to pray in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, at all times. But let me tell you, you can pray at all these times and yet still you are not praying in the right way. Because the Bible said we can pray amiss. The Bible said what? We can pray amiss. We can pray amiss. James 4.3 James 4.3 James 4.3 James 4.3 James 4.3 We are doing Bible studies James chapter 4 the verse 3 That is why your prayer must that is why God said if they will pray and seek your prayer must move just from the level of prayer to a place of seeking. That's how some of us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, today too, I'm going. Father, take me care of me. That's all. You don't seek because maybe you have prayed, but God doesn't want you to go on that journey. It's good that you pray. 
But if you listen and you seek the attention of God, God will tell you, oh, if you go to the OA station and you are going to Accra, escape the first bus, join the next bus. But before you, because you prayed only, you didn't seek to hear from God, you, you went and you crashed. You said, I even prayed you last week, I paid tight. And look, God, my leg has broken. No, it was not God. You did not listen. You didn't seek. You ask and receive Lord because you pray amiss. You ask amiss. You ask amiss. Hallelujah. You have to ask in the right way. You have to pray in the right way. To get what God. You have to. You see, the people are saying, How did you pray that prayer? You are saying you are tired of it. There was a guy who, did, who, who left you. That guy left you because of maybe misunderstanding and he did and you want God to listen. God will not listen. Even the witch that killed your son, if that witch repents and you pray against him, it won't work. So before you say you are praying, you are praying, God is not answering you. You must know how you pray. Because the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and he now brought a comma. If you read the Bible, be a Bible student. Let me teach you how to read the Bible. When the Bible brings a comma, it is telling you he's beginning another something, but it's the same reference with what you have read before. Am I talking to somebody? So that place, the Bible did not bring a full stop. Or the Bible did not just bring end. He brought the end and there was a comma. Who is bringing the scripture? Let me show them something. So that when they are reading the Bible, they won't just read it for reading sake. Some of you don't check all these things when you are reading your Bible. Let's go. He said, If my people, comma, which are called by my name, so you have to be the people of God, you have to carry his name, shall humble themselves, comma, and pray, comma. Am I lying? Yes. Let's go back to First Chronicles, Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen. Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen. Somebody make notes who be writing the scriptures because I'm explaining Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen. No, Second Chronicles. Who? Where we are taking our, our prayers from. So you see that. You see it. You see it. And turn from their wicked ways. You will see that there is a semicolon. Semicolon. That is telling that all that we have read before. The semicolon here. Telling that all that we have read before. The the The... Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. Is telling us something in reference to what we have read before. Am I talking to somebody? So that is telling you that the prayer 
and seeking the face that God is talking about in this particular scripture, there are of different they are different but they can be connected in a slight way but they are different so prayer and seeking the face of god is different you can't seek the face of god and leave god and go to a juju man offer the same thing you are praying for you are looking for healing and God has not given the healing because you think you can find your own way to get the healing. You go to a juju man. You can't wait for God because you are wasting money. Your money has entered. Hallelujah. Okay, let's proceed. So very soon we are going to pray. So pray. Pray. My next scripture, my next point, point number four. Seek God's face. If you want to get the dimension and the resource of Jabez, seek the face of God. Look for God. Psalm 63 verse 1. Only will I seek thee. Psalm 63 verse 1. So Jabez sought the face of God till God answered him. You have to seek the face of God. Psalm 63. Yes, oh God, thou art my God. Only will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and a tasty land where no water to see thy power and thy glory as I have seen in the sanctuary. Wow. 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 To seek thy face. Seeking the face of God is what we are doing. When you want God to change your dimensions, you look for God. You, you pray one hour and you add fasting and prayer. You push God. You tell God, something must happen. My life must change. I must get results. Something must happen. My life must change. I must get results. In the name of Jesus Christ. You must push persistently. In God. You must push persistently. In God. Operation Jabez. You push. You persistently, you push, you persist, you push, you persist, you push and you persistently call on God. That is what we call you are seeking the face of God. Those who live lives are those who seek the face of God. Psalm 69 verse 32. Woman, welcome. God bless you, mama. Psalm 69 verse 32. Psalm 69. Is it the humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God? You will live because you seek God.
You will not live because your father is Dangote. No. You will live because you look for God. It is there. And the Bible said, this criteria and this thing is for the humble. You are welcome, my sister. So, calling um, 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 the book of Chronicles, the writer went ahead and said, ah, there is something in humility. That if people are humble, they can get. And what is that? The said the Bible said, He said, if you humble yourself, so the first thing is God requires you to be born again. After you are born again, be humble. After you are humble, pray. After you pray, seek for God. That is the last environment. That is the last round. Look for God. The Bible, David said, What I my soul taste for God. I am looking for God, even in the places where men say I can't find him. I am looking for God. I am looking for God. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longed for thee. In a dry and a thirsty land where no water is. In a dry and a thirsty land. In a land where people say God is not there. That is what I am looking for God. Listen to me. Some of you, you are praying online. And your church people are insulting you. That ah, this online prayers, these pastors, they don't even, some of them don't even have churches. But let me tell you, with your humility,